Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dribble Drabble. I'm your host, Blessing. And I'm your other host, Anais. So today's topic is going to be about writing and us as writers. Are you excited, Anais? Um, yes, I'm very excited. I really enjoy writing. Why are you laughing? <laughs> we should send Miss Roberts in the unedited <laughs> All right, I take back my response. I actually have, I think I lied. I have something more truthful to say. About what? Um, what my favorite thing about, no, what I think about writing. Okay, what do you think about writing? Um, not particularly my favorite thing. Really? I personally, I love to write. I should write my free time. I think it's, I think it's a really good yeah, way to I know. Yourself. What do you mean you know? Because you always talk about it. Thank you. I do always talk about it. I take very good, a, a lot of pride in my writing. I would, like, I don't know. I just don't think I'm that good of a writer. Uh, I mean, I've seen your writing. You could definitely do better. It's really bad, and I'm so sorry. Thank you. No Thank problem. You. I have to tell you. Thank you, you for like, telling me what I already know. Out of any of the pieces you've ever written before, what's your personal favorite? If I'm being honest, I don't think I've written, like, any, like, thing on my own since, like, elementary school. Really? Yeah. Like I said, I'm not a fan of writing. I can write in English class, but I can't write on my own, like, with, like, my own thoughts, my own story. Like, I can't do that. I need, like, it has to be, like, a given assignment or, like, a given prompt. Uh, Wow. That actually, yeah, wow, that's really sad because you know a lot of students they have that kind of relationship. I'd rather read than write. I, uh, I, I don't mind either, but I do prefer to write because if you know me, you know I like to talk. I love. Yeah. Yeah. You shut up, Anais. What? I'm just agreeing with what you're saying. <laughs> but I think that a lot of students also they wouldn't really like to write because they feel like they have to because like in school we're just given like these like like blanket like you have to write about this right now and like half of the time it just like crumbles people's creativity like what I really liked about this year was for our research um for our research paper she allowed us to choose whatever like topic we wanted you know yeah I did I did like that it was really nice because last year like our teacher, she kind of gave us like you have to write this, and she gave us the document. Oh, the last the last year the uh, last year the research paper was absolutely awful. I hated it because she gave us like a packet and like like everyone had the same exact prompt, and it's like there was like no freedom. And she said it was it was easier, but it honestly was not. For me, like I think that the best thing about writing is like being allowed to be creative and like come up with what you want to write and how you're going to phrase it but like when she gave it to us she was like okay this is what you're writing like and here's the information you're going to use and just it kind of was decided for you to begin with well I like to be given like a direction of where to write and maybe a prompt but I I do like my own creativity and being able to like write what I want this year like the writing experience for the research paper was so nice like I really enjoyed it because I was so passionate about yeah, China. Yes. I was so passionate <laughs> about it. Heated. 
You should. I literally sat there for like eight hours on end just writing about it, and it was awesome. I spent um, nine hours writing my res- research paper one night. I did not write it in one night. I Every, everyone it. doubted me. Everyone doubted me. Yes, because I should, you waited until the day this. before it was due. But you know what? I wrote a really, I wrote a great research paper, and I got a hundred, so it paid off. Yeah, I would have gotten a hundred. I do all my, my best work properly. last minute. I would have gotten a hundred too it's... if you edited my paper properly. Okay, you're. I don't know what the hell was wrong with your paper because <laughs> you spelled so many things wrong. It like seemed like you were like drunk writing it. <laughs> No, listen, I just And I, mean, I was you asked me to you asked me to uh, edit yours as I was writing mine and like no, I was trying I to do it the night it before. I gave it to you a whole like like a week before. Well, I forgot about it. Exactly. Like I said I do all my best work last minute. Well, you obviously didn't do a good job because you took off a point for my spell. Well, I was preoccupied with my own research paper. Well, that's why you could have done it earlier. I was so sad. I don't do anything early. You should know yeah, that. Yeah, I know that. It's really annoying. But, you know... I literally do my science re- re- uh, research assignments. I start it an hour after after it's due. That's not something you should be bragging about. I'm not bragging, but then I, I end up writing good stuff and at 2 a.m. and I submit it, and then he gives me a good grade, so... I think, like, I, I personally think creative works are best done at night, but for me, for schoolwork, like, I, I like to do it a week in advance. Like, the, su- the second they give it to us, I want it done, so I never have to look at it again. I think that that's the way you should do it. I, I have, okay, when I do my work early, I have, like, no motivation to do it, because I know that it's not due for a while, therefore I don't put in much effort, and then it comes out really bad. I do everything last minute. I feel, pre- I feel the pressure, and then I want it to, like, and I know, like, when if I write last minute, I'm gonna make more mistakes. So then I, I proofread it more, and I just like I just like make sure that it's perfect. Honestly, when I, do it last minute. I I just I have an obsession with being praised, and like when you hand things early, like teachers really like praise you for it. Like for AP Euro, I handed in all my final projects early, and I did all three of them. And she was like, "Blessing, this is amazing!" And like just the way like I felt, I felt so proud of myself, and it just felt so it feels so good. Like when I see like a hand in early, and I know like the teachers are like, "Wow, blessing!" She she always does her work. So like the day that I forget to do my work, they're gonna be like, mm, "You know what? I'll give you an extension because I know you, and I know like you're not somebody that slacks off." You know? Well, e- even when I do things last minute, I usually do things on time. To- like I get it in on time. So uh, I've been with. Except for remote learning, it's been a little rough. But... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So... Um, before remote remote learning, I have handed in every single one of my assignments on time. I've never handed in something like because it's so... hard to hand it in not on time. Really. Yeah, and who got the better grade on the research paper? You got a better grade by one point because you didn't edit mine properly. Because mine was perfect. Because you didn't edit mine properly. You know, grammar and spelling is a big part of English. Okay. I can barely. You could have edited English. yourself. What were you, What were you doing that night? I edited it myself. That's the crazy thing. I edited it before I sent it to you. Well, you spelled. I think I'm pretty sure you spelled China wrong like three times. It's hard. English is a really hard <laughs> language. It's very hard. All right. And things are spelt very Should weird. We... 
Wait, what's your favorite thing you've ever written? My piece on China. I really loved it, and I sent it to oh. all my social studies. You seekers. know what? I'm gonna be honest. I really liked my piece on abortion. Oh, you know what? You know, I just remembered a piece that I wrote. I remember in the eighth grade, I wrote about how mixed children are some of the most disadvantaged children in the country. And Mr. I remember you talking about that. Mr. Was gonna That's... give me hell. He was Do like, "Do you still believe that?" No, I wasn't saying that they were the, some of the most disadvantaged. I was trying to say that they're very disadvantaged. Nobody's willing to talk about how disadvantaged that they actually are. I feel like that's not the right word. I feel like it's more like maybe it's like more rough for them to fit in and stuff. And yeah, like the struggles and they no, face because, because, you know, they're white and they're black. And But what a lot of people forget about is that like they not only is like like racism, it's really bad and it's really hard like living with that. But it's even harder when you don't have somebody else to turn to. Because, like, when you're all alone, then it feels, you feel some type of way. And, you know, they get rejected by their white family. And then they also get rejected by their black family because they, like, push them away. And then you have really nobody else to turn to because now you're experiencing all this racism and hatred from the outside world because you're mixed. And then when you go back home, you get the same hatred from your family. And a lot of these people that are having mixed children, like, the parents are still racist. Like, they are. Just because they have mixed child doesn't mean that they're not racist. A lot of the times that they, they are racist and they don't take care of their mm-hmm. child the way they should be. Like, it's really, it's a really interesting thing. And I think, like, people don't talk about it enough. I don't think they're the most disadvantaged people in the world. They do have a lot of privileges. But I really think, like, me writing that what should have been an eye-opener. But Mr. <laughs> was not having it. He was just like... Absolutely not. <laughs> Everyone used to say that they thought he was a liberal, but I genuinely thought he was a conservative. No, that man is a like a he's he's a liberal. I could tell. I could. I really? don't think no, because like we would get into arguments about like Trump and stuff, and like some of these guys would say like the nastiest things, and he would just like stand there and, like smile at them, like laugh it off. Yeah, but he, you act like he just smile and laugh off everything. True. <laughs> I just I don't know. I can never tell with these teachers. You know, I thought. Ms was a conservative and then i found out that she you know is with a woman and that just like i mean you could be gay and still like no i conservative you know when i thought that she was a conservative i never thought she was a conservative until the college it was more in the beginning of the year until she said the colin kaepernick thing no i I thought she was hating on him i thought she was hating on him same but she genuinely meant it he was a trash whatever position he plays in football yeah she kept going on and on about that but then we had the feminist conversation and i was like wow she's truly a feminist you can't be like you know, part of the LGBTQ plus community and be a feminist and still support Trump. Uh, no. You could really hate I mean, if you're... People. You could really... You, black hatred for I black mean, people true, could take but I far. feel like... <laughs> but I don't think... No, because what, what really gave it away to me was because... But how could you be a feminist and still, like, like that like, man? That makes no sometimes, sense. Sometimes, like, she, she... The way she just berates, like certain people in history that were obviously like in the wrong and just terrible people made me realize like she's not a conservative i think we can all agree though that is truly 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 oh my god that woman is through and through i will never she would like she would screenshot and like have like trump's tweets as like the aim every single day i don't even remember well not every day but there were like multiple days where she would just like like 
put one of his tweets I up. will never forget the time that we were talking about like dancing and like we wanted to do a flapper dance right and then I was joking about like next to whoever was sitting next to me I'm like oh my dad can't dance and I was like talking about this video I have of my dad where he can't dance and he's like mm-hmm. that's really shocking because you know the African Americans are really good at dancing and that to me I was like what? okay okay <laughs> this year in english class the day we had a sub and we started talking about her and then he goes does anyone remember when she told us that she was mixed yeah. like she was like half black or something that. no there's no way i was like de- trying to debunk it and like everyone else didn't remember either no it happened she said it How? but she's not she's, she's not. literally like she's not 100 caucasian she is and she's not mixed but she said it i remember when she said it she was telling us she's probably like one percent. She's probably like one percent African. She's just like remember got her um thing where like 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 where like her her like um like where her family is from and like she had like five percent like sub-Saharan African and she was like does this mean I can say the N word now? It's not like she hadn't said it before. Exactly. We're just name dropping. <laughs> I have a crop. I think Miss Robertson will enjoy to this uh, enjoy this tea. <laughs> Next question. Um, when you write, what kind of emotions do you channel? Um, me personally, I like to write from a very sad place. Like whenever I'm in class or I have to write, even if it's about something happy, I just like like to make myself very sad. So I just think about like everything sad that's ever happened to me in my life. I think that's why I like write so romantically because like I just think about everything that's sad and pathetic in my life and then just m- make that into words. What about you? Probably, like, whenever, like, I actually do write, I probably, it's, like, I'm probably in, like, a place of, like, anger and frustration. Because when I, I feel like when I actually do write, it's more, like, politically related. And it's just me getting out, like, my anger and frustration, like, what's happening in the world. And that's, like, the only time I ever write anything ever. Like, I I have a lot of writings that I have. And every single one of them is, like, just me being sad i can't do that i don't talk about my feelings i suppress them i talk about the feelings that are easy to talk about so that people think they know everything about me and then they don't ask me questions about. it's, e- it's easier to write when you're angry because you have like things to say i mean i guess i always have things to say. i really am just very i'm a lot i have i always have something to say. Like, i have like so many things in my notes app where i'm just like like i'm pretending like i'm having a conversation with like someone and i'll just like go off but like i'm not having a conversation with someone it's just like some like it's just like stuff that i would say to someone yes pop off queen yeah but no one ever sees it it's usually like politically related to like if i'm just like angry about something i'll just like write a bunch of stuff in my notes app send it bro send it. it just send it send it to who like it's not like like anyone specific in my life actually says that no just, it's just like things it. that i just see on like social see, that's media. that's my problem that's where i like even if it's not literally directed at anybody i have a bad habit of just posting things that like i feel regardless of whether it's mm-hmm. like meant for somebody or not like i just do it because it's a really good it's really honestly a good way to get out your feelings in my opinion like just being like i think i write as like practice like this is what i would say to someone in this situation, and I practice. I just like write it down as practice. I write so that people understand that makes no sense, how I feel. But... No, it makes sense. 
It makes sense. Like, so, like, now you, like, you're gathering your thoughts before you get to the situation where you can't gather your thoughts. Yeah. But, like, I just think it's it's good to have, like, these things. Like, it's good to, like, get it out. Even if it's not directed at somebody else, now people understand why you're behaving like this. They have a better understanding of your feelings. I think that's, I think that's just awesome. Next question. How do you formulate your writing in a way that can empower you or others? I don't. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not writing to empower people. I write to, I do, I write to empower people because I, like, I, something I recognize about myself, and this, like, I feel like this is such a conceited thing, not a conceited thing to say, just, like, really um self-absorbed thing to say, but, like, when I look at myself, I'm, like, I'm a young Black woman who's doing, you know, well-ish, so... I can set a well. I can set a good example for those that are like coming after me. So oh, that's true. Whenever I write, I just think about like, is this something that I want to project onto the next black girl? Is this something that I would want them to be consuming? Like, I think of like every black child as my own child. Like, even if they're like a year younger than me, I'm just like, I how how am I conducting myself? How, what am I saying right now? What do my words mean? And will that make a, a positive impact in their life or a negative impact in their life? And I think you should look at it like that, too. Because, like, even if you're not writing for other people, I think, like, your words definitely do hold a lot of power. And, like, you don't give yourself enough credit. Well, I mean, I guess considering, like, what it is that I do write, I guess, like, it is to empower people. Exactly. Like, but also to educate them, even though no one sees You know it. what you could do? Somebody suggested this to me once. You could, like, make a little private account, like, not share with anybody, and just post, mm-hmm. like, your the like your writings so that people can see it so these writings don't go to waste, you know? Well, I mean, it's not, like, to waste. It just, it's in my notes app. Sometimes I look back at it, and sometimes I even modify what I write because, you know, as the days go by, like, I educate myself more and more. And so sometimes I just go back and edit things, and they just sit there. But I look at them sometimes. I feel I feel kind of bad because my political writings, like it's not like educational. It's more like everything that I write, I think genuinely comes from a place of anger. Like if I'm really sitting down. Well, yeah, I'm I'm angry in mine, but like sometimes there are points that I make that like I change my mind about. Like like I like I didn't word it right, or like I don't know. I yeah. think like I just I don't. I don't, I'm not trying to, like, make people understand. I don't really care if anyone understands or not. I just. I, I want to, I'm, like, I, in my writing, like, it's, like, I'm angry, but I also want people, like, to understand where I'm coming from and what I'm saying. I guess. I'm not, I'm not really concerned with whether people understand or not. Like, if you don't understand, in my opinion, like, a lot of people, after, after a certain age, if you're not getting what I'm trying to say right now to begin with you're Mm -hmm. never gonna understand the message that i'm trying to say yeah true i feel like in this day and age like we all have internet and social media like it's so easy to like educate yourself and understand and but people are just too ignorant and they just choose not to and it's not like it's not your job to like educate them like they act like like specifically talking about black lives matter like they think it's like the job of the black people to like be the ones educating when like you could just do the research on your own it's it's really interesting because like for years black people have been trying to fix this problem and like 
like I said, I think I said this to you before, but like um, James Corden, he said something really interesting. He's like, I don't understand why black people are the ones trying to fix a problem that they didn't create. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it's up to allies and like, it's like up to the people who created the racism to actually do something about it. Cause like, and I think allies need, I think allies are probably the most important, like, cause we're on your side and we need to actually help and amplify your voices. Cause you guys have been trying it was for so many years. I just remembered what? like some tweet where they were, somebody was like, you know, that black people would have never been like, um, they would have never been like, emancipated and they would have never been, been desegregated if it hadn't been for white people okay, well no obviously like they created it and they ended it like they're like white people voted for it to they're, not oh. and i'm like you voted because well we didn't have the right to black vote. people can't vote exactly <laughs> so i just think it's so oh interesting because like that and like that way. i saw a tweet saying i don't know if it's the exact tweet that you're talking about but it's like oh white people ended slavery white like white people i don't know i forgot what it was but the guy was just naming a bunch of things that white people ended but it's like you guys started that too exactly it's just i i don't i don't know i don't know it's 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 crazy what kind of space do you create for for you to write um i really like to write in the dark and i think that that's a problem because like how can do you how can you see your paper? I, are, are you writing on, like, a device? No, I'm writing on a piece of paper. There's this note that I wrote to Dean, like, a few weeks ago, and it was so bad <laughs> that I took a picture and I sent it to her, and she couldn't even read it, so I had to read it myself, and I couldn't read it myself because, like, the, <laughs> like, the letters were just, like, falling together, but, like, I feel like the dark is just, like, the best place. Oh, you know what the best, the best kind of place to write? Like I wake up really early, like at what? five a.m. and like right before like the sun gets up, but it's kind of like blue outside. Like you get up out of your bed to write. No, like you physically get up. No, I have my book on my lampstand and I pick oh. it up and I write in bed. Yeah, that couldn't be me. No, for me, like the only time I ever write is like on my phone. So it doesn't like I mean I prefer just laying in my bed, but it doesn't really matter the time of day. Like, I think our our ability to have access to phones and stuff like that mm-hmm. is such like a it's such a good thing because before like we had phones and stuff, people wouldn't be able to just like write whenever you wanted to write. Like you'd have to actually physically get up and get a piece of paper, which I know can be tedious if like you know, but like now like yeah. A lot of times like it'll happen to me, like I'll just like be walking around and I'll think of something and I'll just type it on my phone. Or, like, I'll be in the middle of, like, doing something on my phone. Yeah. Honestly, the Notes app is one of my yeah, favorite my notes apps on my phone. My Notes app is convoluted. I have so stuff. many things I on really there. I really should, like, go through it. Problem. I have my dad's credit card number on there, too. Imagine, like, someone goes to my Notes app and you they see I'm going to go through your Notes app next time I see you, right? How can we encourage more people to write? By saying, hey, you should write. Wow. That... That Thank was, you. I don't even know why we didn't think of that. That is crazy. Honestly, I feel like that's something that just isn't talked about enough. Yes, telling people to write is just going to make <laughs> them write. Actually, looking at this question, write as in like what way? Like just in general? Yeah, it's like write outside of school. Because like a lot, like you, you don't write really write outside of school. And that's really sad because in my personal opinion, you have a lot of things to say that like 
could really be like powerful if you sat down and wrote them i genuinely don't know like how to get someone to write like i feel like that's just something that they're like interested in you know like that i feel like that's just a hobby i think it it really comes from how your parents like teach you and like experiences you have with like writing like growing up because like if writing for you when you were a kid was just like bad and not like it just felt like work all the time then you're probably not gonna like writing I remember like when I first started to actually like writing it was because of my teacher my fifth grade teacher Miss Titler she was like all you have to do if you really want to write something is put your voice into it so long as you put your voice into an essay the essay will be amazing and then from then on I just wrote every thing that we wrote in class like I was arguing with somebody and writing just became fun because I like to argue so it was just a win-win interesting see I grew up with immigrant parents who both of them did not know how to write at all so I never had experiences with writing besides school and even then I kind of, I don't really like writing in school my parents are immigrants but like Nigeria not really Nigeria Yoruba is like in general like we're like since like a long time we've been like really invested in like the creative arts so like writing and like singing and like dancing and like painting and drawing like those are really important things and we like put a lot of emphasis on people that can do those I don't think I've ever seen my parents sit down and write like ever (laughs) My parents have been... Not even in their own language. My parents... My mom wants to write a book. She's been wanting to write a book for years. That's cute. I just... I I don't think it's going to happen. But when I was younger, my mom wanted me to write a book so bad. And, like, I wrote, like, little stories. And I remember this one guy from my church came over and he was like, you should write a book. And then my mom, since then, she just took it and ran with it. She's like, yes, you're going to write a book one day. And I'm just like, I don't want to sit down and write a book. That's a lot. I... I think writing a book seems fun but like not like a more of like a novel like a fictional novel because that's like what I'm into it sounds fun but like it seems hard because you need to be like it needs to be like original it needs to like actually flow and like be a good story and like have detail I feel like that's too hard you have to be a really good writer for that like when I was younger I used to have like journals but I would just like write like <coughs> stories and they were just so awful like so awful <laughs> I feel like anything you wrote before the eighth grade is just automatically garbage. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I can't look back at anything. Like, Miss um, Titler made us write letters to ourselves that she's going to give us mm-hmm. senior year. And I vividly remember writing it for some reason because my brain decided to keep that memory out of everything in, in elementary school. And just I just know, like, I made so many grammatical errors. It's cringy. It doesn't make any sense. It's just messily put together because, like, I don't know. I tried to always, like, have a diary and, like, try to write about my day or something. But, like, my life was so boring as a kid that I had nothing to write about. Like, in TV and TVs and shows, they always, like, portray, like, you know, like, a teen who has, like, a diary. And they're, like, there's, like, so much juicy stuff in there. But, like, my diary was me trying to tell my, my diary named Rosa. Yes, I named one of my diaries Rosa. That's, like, the one I remember. And I would write about my day, but, like, nothing happened. So it would just be me, like, ramble. Me, it would be me rambling on about myself. I think, like, in pop culture, we have, like, a idea that, like, children, 
like this is romanticization of like a child's life that like it's supposed to be so exciting mm-hmm. and filled with all these things and you know what for most of us that's like not true i literally wake up i go to school yeah i do my work and i go back home yeah like, in in tv shows they always like have like older people like play teenagers and they give them like i guess the plot lines and the storylines are interesting but like it's always so unrealistic and like it like none of it ever actually happens to teens in real life and it's like i feel like they're constantly like romanticizing and yeah they're just like romanticizing a teen's life and it's like not always it's it's honestly almost never like that i feel like they should just start making shows about like young adults yeah. people like in their 20s early 20s mid 20s I, I feel like that's just like much better there's just because like that stuff actually happens to them and it's less weird a fixation on like this idea of them being in school i don't know like that has to be like a part of it in school yeah, but they could be in college I, what what shows exist where like the character like it takes place in the college I can't even think of anything I, really think- I feel like i would enjoy watching that because like you know what i don't know it doesn't really happen in, like, American, like, movies, but in, like, Korean movies, like, they're never in high, like, very rarely are they in high school. Like, it's mm-hmm. always that they're in college, and I think that's because, like, in Korea and pop culture, like, they have this really big emphasis on, like, you need to study in high school. Like, you need to be on top of your game, you need to be the top mm-hmm. of your class, and then when you get to college, you can mess around, do whatever the hell you want there. So I think that that's an approach that American media and, like, other Western media should take. Because, like, it's kind of weird. Like, when I keep thinking about it, like, I was watching To All the Boys I Love Before today. And, like, the way he, like, mm-hmm. stood up and he was like, listen, guys, I didn't sleep with Lara Jean. And if anyone keeps saying that, I'm going to beat you up. Like, if somebody mm-hmm. ever did that at school? <laughs> what? Oh, my God. In the middle of the whole <laughs> The stuff that year, happens like, in TV shows and movies, like in high school like never it just like it just never happens at least in our school like i don't know the other schools the like, for... oh yeah i don't know what, what the hell that was about what another example is euphoria i always say like it's so like realistic but i feel like it's more realistic in like the whole drugs and like the the mental like the mental health part of it is realistic but then there's like sexual parts of it that just doesn't make sense to me like it sometimes i'm watching it i feel like they're in college not in high school you know what makes me really upset like because of media like this i feel like i wasted my entire like high school career because i'm like i'm about to be a senior and i've never been to like one of those high school parties where everybody's like going Mm -hmm. crazy dancing and doing all this stuff like, I mean, I've been to parties, but it's literally, like, me and, like, ten of my friends, like, in the basement, like, eating chips and watching movies. Like, it's not... I've never done, like, a party like that. And it makes me feel like... I've- in shows and movies, they always make it seem like, oh, like, every week, every weekend, there's always, like, a party at, like, this person's house. Like, anyone yeah. can come. Like, But, like, that doesn't happen here. Like, I can't even imagine what that'd be like because, like, one... Imagine somebody throwing a party every, like, a crazy party every week. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, none of their neighbors are going to say anything. Where are their parents? Like, their parents are just gone every exactly. week. Exactly. It just happens that their parents leave every week. And then on top of that, like, like the fact that just anyone from the school can show up. Like, you. Yeah, really. Like, no questioning. To their house. Exactly. Like, that's scary to me because, like, how are you supposed to know that everybody left? You don't. Like, someone's gonna be in your house. Like, that's terrifying to me. Oh my god. 
when I bring people to my house, like, I bring, like, only my... Yeah, when do people start leaving? Exactly, like, and especially because, like, they go on so late, and then, like, people get drunk and, like, black out, and... Yeah, you could have, like, ten people just, like, passed out in your, like, backyard or, like, on your lawn. Exactly. Or, like, in your parents' bedroom. Yeah, and, like, and then, like, they go into, like, people's rooms and, like, do stuff. That's me. Oh, yeah, sad. why would you leave your rooms unlocked? Yeah. And then, like, when people break stuff, like, they start freaking out. Like, what did you expect? You invited a bunch of teenagers to your house. Like, that would never, like... I, I just couldn't even imagine that happening. And then and then the main girl like walks into a bedroom yeah. that has like a bookshelf in it. And then the lovers <laughs> Are you talking about after? Literally? Yeah. Basically you. after and like every other like I just like to read. Um, I really just like reading. I'm trying to read. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Robertson, if you've um never read after, you should read. Yeah, it. it's really good. It's about your twin, <laughs> Harry Styles, and it's just really just... Basically, it was a fanfic written about him turn turned into, like, a published book and then turned into a movie that's now on that. I don't know what's worse, the book or the movie? The movie, for sure. Okay, no, the... No, like, okay, the book, okay, I would say the talk, like, the relationship was very, very toxic, but, like, you can't lie, it was written well. I mean, I guess, but I... I... Like she was a good write, she's a good writer, and it was written well, even though like the relationship kind of sucked. But when the 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 movie just portrayed it horribly, like read it, like it's Harry, like you're just like what, like and it's like Harry. But I I feel like the relationship was so toxic, and the movie did not portray that as well. Like it just like kind of seemed it was boring, it was so boring. They like jumped, yeah. like it, they jumped too much. It was not. They it was, really like, t- the directing in that movie was awful. They timed it like it did no justice because like it, it, it like it should have been like it's a story. I feel like they cut off so many like important parts. Like it just like it was just like like she got into a fight with her mom and then now she's living in some random guy's apartment with him. What do you know? Like the the part where um uh she finds out that it was a bet. Yeah. In the book, it was like so suspenseful and such a dramatic moment, and it was none of that in the movie. Yeah, it just kind of happened. Like, like they, yeah, it was like just it, was just it, it just wasn't even. Yeah, the book was so much in the book. Like Harry was supposed to be like this, like you know, evil bad boy. But I feel like in the movie, like it, you don't, you just don't really see that as much. What are you dreaming about? I will never forget about the scene. The two, what, wait, the first thing I will never forget is like when they're in the English class and then he's like, Jane Austen, she didn't really believe love. Oh. And it was so weird because everybody in this I entire know. movie speak, I can't, I don't know. And then when he, like, when she was, he was laying on the bed and she was like, she came in and just like the towel and he's like, don't flatter yourself, I'm not looking. What? <laughs> Wait, one of my favorite scenes in the book was like uh the bottle the thing where he was like drunk and then he like threw the bottle and then like she had to come over in the middle of the night. Yeah. That was a movie. Like I feel like in the book it was so good and then the movie was just so awful. Because like when she when you're writing with words, like you just you're able to put yeah. like a thing and like just first of all, the guy who played hard like the way I hard. pictured it the way I pictured, like, when I was reading the book, the way I pictured it in my head, like, 
it like it just looked like it had so much potential as a movie, but then the movie did no justice. Yeah, because first they started off by getting some of the worst actors in the world. The hardened guy was. Oh uh, yeah, he was so boring. Like he had no facial expression. I. It made me uncomfortable. And then, like, you know what you know what was the most unreal part of the entire thing? When what? they she got in the car with him and he drove her to the middle of the woods. That happens in oh. so many books and movies, like, where, like, they don't know each other. And they go to a random lake. Yeah, like, where are these lakes? Like, I don't understand, like, how you're just <laughs> driving into the middle of these woods. Oh, it's my favorite spot. No one knows about it. It's hidden. Yeah, what do you mean no one knows about it? Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand. I just, and then, like, you follow him. I'm so sorry, but, like, if I got into, like, even with the friends that I know right now, I don't even think I could trust anybody to take me into the middle of a, the woods. Like, on a whim. They're like, oh, let's blessing, let's go out. And then they start driving into the middle of the woods. <laughs> and then they, they want me to get into the water with them? No. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I just think they, they jumped around too much. And what the stuff they included, was it all, like, from the first book? Really? No, I'm asking you, like, was it? I'm pretty sure know. it was. Like, I didn't, I didn't realize the wedding, like, his dad's wedding was in the first book maybe it was i don't know like I, the book was like so detailed and there were so many chapters that they skipped over so many things like you know like after she got into the fight with her mom and then like she was just like it was like kind of like it was a really speedy montage of like showing their love just to like get to like where it's like thrown apart and it just doesn't mm-hmm. do them like it just doesn't do their romance any justice because like the best they made it so fast yeah it just went so fast and then like it just escalated to in the, the book point. it goes so slow it escalates to the point like their highest point where they're living together and then it just crashes down like in a matter of seconds like it's just so yeah it's, i don't know the way that they wait do you know did you know that dylan sprouse is gonna be in the sequel why i don't know when they released a teaser and i saw him in the background i was like is that really him and then i went to the comments and it was you know what I would be happy. He's just jobless. Do you ever consciously think about how you're structuring Um, your writing? You know, actually, that's really a question I had for you because, like, I really, I always wondered about that. You know, like, how we've been sitting, like, doing, like, rhetorical analysis? And, like, I just, Mm -hmm. like, do you think the writer is sitting down, like, yes, I'm going to use this rhetorical device here? Oh, yeah. I have no idea because all these writings have rhetorical devices. But Wait, I actually, I have a really big bone to pick. Listen, n- neither you nor anybody else that did not have my prompt for English can complain about your prompt because the person who wrote the, the book, the excerpt, like the excerpt like that they got it from, she literally tweeted. She said, this mm-hmm. entire book has no rhetorical devices in it. I would know. I'm the author. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well actually mine i'm glad i got mine because it was like a speech JFK. wait i don't even know who wrote the speech yeah. i think jfk yeah so like i feel like president speeches always have rhetorical devices because they're like i don't know they don't they don't actually write themselves right yeah, they have, like, the write when it's a speech and so they like make yeah, it so they they're giving a message have, like what one of like the things like yeah ethos, pathos or logos it has to Mm-hmm. And they always mention God, so that's an easy one. It just pissed me off. I was so mad because when I was reading through the Shouldn't, like, that be reported to the college board? Because how is that fair if the author didn't intend any rhetorical devices and then the college board's, like, making you, like, analyze it as if there are any? 
Like, it's like you I have did. to make it I up yourself. Literally, like, the rhetorical device I use, I'm not even sure if, like... But don't... Doesn't... Don't think it need to get permission I think they need to get the permission from the publisher. Whatever, publication. Oh, so then, like, they, they like, did not have to contact the not author Not necessarily, because, like, once you sell book. the book, like, she, like, once you have a publisher, like, you sell the publication oh. rights now. Like, you don't have... Like, you don't mm-hmm. control, like, uh, what gets done with it, but you still get, like, the... Uh, what's it called? Like the recognition for writing it. Can't the college board do something about it? Listen, it's like, if they don't give me a five. Or is it that you're trying? Is it? Is it like you're trying to get their message, or you have to make it? What up? do you mean? Like, what if like the things that we're analyzing, the rhetorical devices, weren't intentional, and it's like more like the college board wants you to like? No, make because it up. that doesn't make any sense. Because they want us to find rhetorical devices. They say. Still- identify yeah fine so, like, uh, I, I don't know i don't it really means know what i'm like saying that it they, they, that implies that it's in there somewhere it's not in there it did like the, the ones that i i was really like searching through like online like rhetorical devices everywhere to find rhetorical devices that would fit in there and it didn't even nothing fit nothing fit i feel like rhetorical devices are intentional because like that's just weird that's just weird if you're sitting there like purposely trying to add in like Asinitin or what is it called? I don't even know. Polysinitin. I mean, like, that's certain weird of them, if you're just sitting there like intentionally adding that. Not. Or maybe a simile. A yeah, simile can like, make sense. Like if you're intentionally like adding that in, but like some of these are just like. But I feel just, like, like once you happens. write it, you know, like even if she didn't intend to do it, like she would know there are rhetorical devices in it, you know. But she's saying that like there is none, mm-hmm. even after she like wrote it. So I feel like that's just because yeah, do you know what mine was about? It was about the dictionary. She was talking about the dictionary. Okay, there like what what like she was just talking okay. about how the dictionary exists and that's crazy. That was basically what she was talking about. I've never been more infuriated in my life. It was it was the most stressful like forty five minutes of my life. I couldn't even explain it. I almost had a breakdown, but at least it's over. No, I do. I have to structure my writing. Like I can't write anything spontaneously i have to make an outline even if it's just in my head of like what i'm gonna write which is structuring right i think i phrased the question wrong is that not what i feel like that's what what structuring means and i just really phrased what i was trying to ask wrong if we're talking about what structuring actually means then yes i structure my writing but yeah i consciously think about how i'm gonna structure my writing i don't know that was a terrible question i don't know what's wrong with me (laughs) (laughs) When reflecting hey, on your last five years as an English student, what kind of advice would you give to seventh grade you? I feel like I shouldn't say what I would just say, say to myself. I would probably tell myself to, because all of the teachers always hint at what the prompt is. So I would tell myself, just write it at home and memorize it, which I is what I started never. to do in the ninth grade, I but not all the time, not all the time. Like, I didn't do it this year. Do that. They pre-write their essays. You know, if, if you're... I did it mostly last year and a little bit of, I know I did it mostly ninth and tenth grade because Miss really like just gave out the prompts like exactly what it is like the day before Miss that too and like if I knew the prompt obviously I was gonna go home like think about it and write it and then like not memorize it but just like really understand what I'm gonna write and then just rewrite it. I don't I'm not that kind of people that like slips it in like I actually like rewrite it. I didn't do it this year for English because I don't really think Miss Robinson actually gave us like. 
prompt. She like she like hinted at like a slightest bit. Like of I just I I feel like it makes me so upset because like I genuinely sit there within the time frame that she gives us. And- I can't I I can't I can't I can't write in like such a small yeah, time but like frame I make just two and like I I just it just pisses me off. That's why the AP exams are horrible for me. Like I I'm surprised I was able to write like a push DBQ and English essay within the time frame. But you know what was awful for me was the English regions. Like, it seems like you have plenty of time, but you really don't. And, like, I was coughing so much that day, and I was sniffling, and it was... I literally wrote the worst thing ever, and that's why I got 91, which I'm, I'm really ashamed of. ashamed of my grade, too, but... We're not gonna talk about those. You probably did better than I me, did, but that so don't that I wanted. I could have done way better if I wasn't it basically just... dying that day. Literally, it got to the point where I actually left the classroom to go to the bathroom. Because I need to let out my coughs. I never would ever leave the classroom. I learned the hard way not like the classroom ever. during a test because in the, in the eighth grade. I had to because I was coughing and people were looking at me. I was really distracting them. But I needed to let the cough out because I was basically the choking grade, and about to I die. Started. So I left and it wasted so much time. During my AP huge exam, I got my period. So I went to the bathroom after I answered all the questions. And I just had to bubble them in. Oh. And I, I had 20 minutes when I left. But when I came back, there was five <laughs> minutes left. And I just missed bubbled everything. And that's why I got a three. I will never forget that. It was <laughs> the most stressful moment of my life. No, So no matter what, I don't care if I bleed in the chair. My nose was running so much. And I had no tissue. No tissue. And I was trying to suck on cough drops and I kept looking at the time and I was one of the last people to leave and I wrote the most bullcrap right. essay the, the third essay whatever whatever it was it was so I bad I needed it out of that place so quickly I would just what didn't help was the fact that I had Mr. <laughs> as my proctor and the second I came into the classroom I looked at him he looked at me and said oh no not you and then he kept bothering me so much in the middle of the test like we'll just make eye contact and then we'll start laughing <laughs> what's it called i purposefully finished my test like early and like boot ganged it out of there because i wanted to leave at the same time that celery did <laughs> so, oh my gosh i, I literally you. barely even finished like writing it i didn't even read over i just like wrote it and then just i was like done as soon as like celery got up i was like i'm done i'm sorry <laughs> oh my god that's so pathetic whatever it's okay personally if i was to talk to seventh grade me uh, I sure wouldn't say anything because seventh grade me was my peak, definitely. But seventh grade me was the worst, I think, out of all years. I did not care at all. Like I didn't care. I never did my homework. I never like studied nothing. Eighth grade was a little bit of an improvement, and then ninth. I feel like I improved. Oh, you know my actual peak um, was the end of ninth grade after like I got admitted into therapy because I just my grades skyrocketed and I was just like all like all I did was study. You remember how I used to make like, those really nice review sheets? That was my coping mechanism. Yep. Um, I don't even know what year I like tried the most in. I feel like it's a tie between tenth and eleventh. I still haven't reached my full potential. Like, if I really tried, I could be doing so much better. I think I'm going to wait till college. I'm just going to, when I get to college, you know, that's going to be, like, my best. I can't, I'm not even going to be, I can't even say the next year I'm going to reach my full potential because I know I'm not. I'm literally taking five APs. There's no way that I'm going to, like, be able to do well in all of them. Five? 
What? Yep. Thanks to you, five. I was gonna We're be taking four, five. Maybe take AP Gov. Right Are now. you taking AP Chem? No. AP Lit. Oh, well then. You... AP Stats. Um. AP yeah. Gov. I'm not taking AP. Oh, AP Chem. I'm taking AP Calc. What other AP? Oh, because oh, you don't have French. I have Italian. Ha 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 There's no AP. Well, AP Ital- Italian's exactly. easy, so I don't care. I'm kind of sad I took AP Euro this year because, like, I really enjoyed it a lot. And, like, I don't want to say goodbye to Miss. Like, it feels like I'm saying goodbye. Well, do a lot of seniors take it? What? Like, if you took it next year, you wouldn't be with the same people. Yeah, I guess. But that kind of zaps the fun out of it because, like, the AP Euro gang from this year was awesome. Like, I can't lie. I weirdly miss AP World. AP World was lie. a good class. I don't know if it was my class or what we were learning or Miss. It's really but just an amazing it. teacher. You don't know, you know, I have to respond to this But she's such an amazing teacher. Like, she's really just a good woman, like, through and through. Like, I just, I really love her, and I'm going to miss her a lot. We keep yeah, we going keep off going topic. Off I don't know how we got to this topic. <laughs> this is the last question. Do you think you're successful no. as a writer? Do you? Same. <laughs> Obviously. I'm I'm not even a writer, I so. think, uh, as much as, like, I try, I really talk, like, a big game, and I'm like, my writing is so good, like, no, I think you're pretty good at writing. Like, well, like if you actually skills. read some of the stuff I write, like, it just, like, it doesn't make sense. And, like, I, I have, like, a lot of thoughts at the same time, and I try to write them. I'm not good at, I'm not good at making things sound deep and using, like, these big words and just, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm really straightforward with how I write. Like, there's no, like, interpretation interpretation that you could like get from it like it's just straightforward and like you know it, think it's, it's boring really i don't know how writers you know do that. a really good writer she's so good Who? yeah like her writing is so good and like she's real like she's really like into like she should write she's, like, like, really into, like writing and like reading things oh wait actually i did read um her play when she like so really when good. like i i gave her one of my poems once and when she like well, she was like, she just, like, you should see the way she talks about it. Like, nobody's ever talked about my writing like that before. And it really just made me feel so good. Like, she looks like a professional. Reading and writing, like, it's, like, her thing. Like, English is her thing. Like, it was just so, like, the way she expressed mm-hmm. it, like, it was just, she put into words what I have thought about other people, but I've never been able to say. You know what I'm trying to say? I feel like I could have potential if I cared or tried, but I don't, so. You should, I mean, you could try. I don't want to write though. I rather read. I I like to read other people's work. Well, I'm. I mean, I read a lot. I do like to read, <laughs> but I think writing is so much fun. Do you remember that phase where I tried? Yes, to and get I into told you you again? were not gonna read those books, and you know what you did? I finished two thirds of one book, exactly. and then I didn't finish it. You know, I wish I did. You know, I should. I should start no, reading during quarantine now. Don't even waste your now. time. Don't waste your breath. Why not? But I mean, I can't really go out and oh, get books. Oh, you know what? I, I actually got a new shipment of books this past weekend. I'm so excited to read them. I'm waiting until I finish all my finals. But I got a new copy of The Art of War. What is it? Like no, Karl Marx? I've already read that. Uh, I, I've already read mm. his best works. But uh, what's it called? I got a new copy of The Art of War, which is separate. Because I had it like in my Confucian Classics book. But it's like a separate copy now. And I have The Prince by Machiavelli. So I'm really excited to mm-hmm. read The Prince by Machiavelli. Because like machiavellian like politics is probably the best politics it's like i just thought of the the show that my friend recommended to me that's like related to politics or whatever designated survivor i think i mean either she said she thinks i would like it but honestly i don't know 
I'm slacking off. You know how far I am in Avatar? Six episodes Bro, I in. I finished that so in slow. one weekend. I just, I haven't watched it in days. Like, I just have. I'm watching two. I'm trying to watch two. Oh my god! When you finish like up with your stuff, I need. I want you to watch this show because, literally, we we always try to watch shows together. It doesn't work. We watched Well Intended Love. Didn't work. That one mystery show where they die and get reincarnated. We should start doing movies instead. I think that's where we. No, we should watch shows at the same time and then just like talk about it instead of like watching it because it's. It won't work. Like honestly, I can't watch more than one really? or two episodes at a time. Bro. I binge watch on. And- yeah, I lose about- interest. That's why I like watching movies because it's just like I don't like a watching. Two hour I like thing watching like move on shows because like I really get connected to like characters. So I like same, but like I feel like recently it's been hard. Like I don't remember the last show that I got connected. Actually, that's a lie. No, it isn't a lie. Like I thought it would be Outer Banks, and I felt connected to it for like a week, but then it went away, and I honestly don't care about that show anymore. And if I, I I could have gone with my life not watching it. It's been a while since I've seen What's a show. The that show I that I wanted us to watch together, it's so bad. You're just, you can't. It, is it Korean, Korean or Chinese? tried to watch the first episode, she could not watch it. It was so bad. I've been struggling. Like, okay, so what was bad about it? There's a parallel, there's two universes, right? And they're like parallel universes. And the king, one of them is like normal Korea. And the other one is Korea if it remained a monarchy. You know, a th- like a couple thousand, like a thousand years ago, that they mm-hmm. stayed in Maranaki. And then he travels to the other world, and it's just confusing because there's two of each character, and you have no clue who the hell is who. It's so bad. And I thought I was racist because I couldn't see, I didn't understand who was who. And I thought I was mistaking like two r- different people for the same person. But like, even like Korean people, like, they couldn't under, like, it was just, it's just confusing. It's so confusing. And the entire thing is propag- anti-Japanese propaganda. It's hilarious. It's just so, it's so bad. It's so cringy. It's gonna, you're gonna hate it. All right, the best I'll part is that it. it's like a big sponsorship deal. So like in every scene, they're sponsoring something, you know? So like they eat chicken like mm-hmm. every episode. And it's so weird because like they purposefully put the like the name of the, like the chicken thing facing towards the camera and there's even a scene where she like puts on like this lip gloss and then the guy's like what are you doing and he's like you've never heard of this before this is the most important lip gloss in our society right now and they went on for like five minutes about this lip gloss that had nothing to do with the story at all there's two different plot lines and i'm confused i'm confused honestly <laughs> i think about it i just realized there's only four shows that i've ever really? been like connected to what are they the 100 <laughs> teen wolf Stranger Things and Fourth One. Uh, Shameless. Those are the only four. Every other show, like I forgot I'm about, and I no don't fact, care. I hate two of those shows, and those... I've been meaning to watch a hundred. Which ones? Teen Wolf. You're just a Teen Wolf hater because you don't like For how Teen they. Inc- I don't. Yeah, but you I'm, haven't seen no, it, so you don't I've know. I think they portrayed werewolves very well. The budget, you know, the budget may be a little bad, so maybe the CGI is kind of bad sometimes. No, because but you I it's just no. it's just the perfect teen supernatural show. I think it's I think of the early 2010s, it's like the most superior younger, teen obsessed. show. Like better than Pretty Little Liars. I used to be obsessed with like that. um what's it called werewolves when I was younger. So like when I was watching with my friend, like me seeing this, I was like, so this is what people. Talk. Okay, okay. The first two seasons, I would understand not you not liking them because it is weird and it's not the greatest. But 
I promise you, like, it got, you get, like, the third season was just immaculate. immaculate. Like, it was so amazing. Yeah, it was. I have never been anyone in my life who's a Stranger Things hater. How do you hate that show? I just, I've... There's no person there is that exists that actually that thinks it's a bad show. No person. You might not like the actors, <laughs> I, whatever, but like the show itself is really I just, I can't phenomenal. Explain something about it, just it because you don't like the '80s vibes. That makes no sense. I don't know. Like I feel like I don't really. I can't. I can't explain to you. I what love makes the '80s. Vibes, feel the 80s vibes. About it. Well, it takes place in the '80s, so obviously everything exactly. about it. Is I can't like explain 80s. to you what makes me uncomfortable about it, but something just makes me uncomfortable about it, and I can't. I I, I just can't put my tongue on it. You're just weird. You're I just, just weird. What about the hundred? It was on my list. I feel like you like watch it, and then I just. Never. I genuinely recommend it. I think you would actually really like it, and it's interesting. And it's like it's like history, but like well, fake. History, you know, like it's, it's not fake. actual like real history, but like it's it's like history of like the world in their turn. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's so it's so good. It's so good. I I honestly, my least favorite season is the first one. That might turn you off a little bit, but it gets. So I, I don't have the patience that you have and like, to like, of course shameless to to allow patience. like to hate, if i hate but you i feel like i didn't understand that the first season was bad until i got to, like the, the other seasons like it wasn't until like i was actually like in like in the middle of like the third or fourth season that i realized it's, the just, first it's not even like i have anything same with team wolf you don't realize it's bad until you get I, to the further seasons i don't even like like it's not even that, like i have anything against it i'm just purely lazy well i think i'm lazy when it comes to shows i literally haven't seen that many shows because i can't i like to watch new shows i don't like to watch shows that have already existed there's like eight ten seasons really? under. I, I can't do it which is why i've been putting off criminal minds even though i know i that's I, why I, like that show. I, I clicked on the chicago like, know, like that no. was the easiest thing in my life i finished like all five seasons criminal minds is 12 seasons i maybe yeah, but it's more. criminal no, minds so, like this like, you don't have to, like, pay Long. attention to every single detail. I know. Also, exactly. I don't have to, like, actually watch it, like, if super you fast. Off like, I could just episode. watch. But still, I have other shows to watch. Like, I need to finish Avatar. Um, You know what's funny is that Netflix finally released a show with a, um, a dark-skinned black girl lead, and no one, literally no one knows it exists. Very and they didn't advertise it anywhere. I think Blood and Water? I've only never six heard episodes. of that in my life. Seriously. It might be taking, it might take place in Blood South and Water? Africa, I think. Oh, wait, I heard about this. Mm-hmm. I heard about this. Oh, I'm gonna quit the Nkosi Ningama and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's South Africa. You could. You could tell. You could just tell by the Ningema. Kosi Ningema. Bro. She's pretty, though. Yeah, that definitely... That's nev- that show's not yeah, getting renewed. that's sad. I think they... Netflix finally, like, did something and then, like, didn't do anything with it. Like, they just they like, released it. They released it so that next time it. somebody's like, um, Netflix never uses dark-skinned black women. They're like, oh, really? We don't? Look. <laughs> That's what they're gonna do. I bet you, like, that's what they're yeah. gonna do. I don't, I can't name you a, like, a, I don't think anyone you know, knows that I show. Think you sent it to me on Twitter once, but, like, other than that, like, yeah. I like think that, I did send you a trailer. Are you gonna keep up with Patriot Act? I haven't watched anything from the new season. Um, I was, like, watching a bunch of episodes and I stopped. I don't remember. I really I love Patriot off, Act. So. I wanna do that. Yeah, I think, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> We've been rambling on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Imagine Miss Robertson actually sat you know, I'm through I'm really not going to like, this. I'm not going to blur anything. I'm just going to like cut it a little bit and just leave it like as it is. Okay. Bye, Miss Robertson. Bye. I hope, hope you, enjoyed you enjoyed this episode of Dribble Dribble. And hopefully you sat through. <laughs>